Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. What's up, everybody? It's Friday, May 5th, 2023, episode number 222. It is Cinco de Mayo. A lot of racing getting ready to happen here real soon. Paris Short Track is tonight. They got about a $7,000 pro purse for the AFT pros, and there are several other classes mixed in. It's one of my favorite short tracks. It's usually pretty lonely. It's usually really fast, and usually a lot of the fast guys show up. So it'll be a good night of racing tonight at the Paris Short Track. Tomorrow is Ventura Short Track. Ventura, Ventura. I've heard it both ways. Uh, Ralph Shaheen, who's from California, says Ventura. So we'll go with that until I hear different. But it's the last short track of the AFT season. That is tomorrow night. There'll be four classes running. Super Twins, Singles, Build Train Race, and Grand National Hooligan Championship Series. Also coming up next weekend, Lodi. The Cycle Bowl is the night before the mile, the night before the big one, they call it. That's going on next Friday night up in Lodi, California. And then next Saturday is the legendary Sacramento Mile the following weekend, May 19th and 20th at Sycamore Speedway, there's amateur races on Friday, which is AMA sanctioned. And then the AMA All-Star National Flat Track Series is on next Saturday. Also going on that Saturday or that weekend, May 19th and 20th is a race at the Tulsa Speedway. And a good friend of mine, Ronnie Jones, and another good friend of mine, Brad Baker, will both be the Grand Marshals. One is the first day and I believe Brad is the second day. Let's talk short track racing history. The active win list we are looking at Jared Meese with six. Sammy Halbert has five. Brandon Robinson also has five. Briar has four. JD and Dallas are sitting with two. Uh, Bronson Bauman has one. And Johnny Lewis got his first AFT win in the Premier Class back in 2012. So Johnny Lewis still looking for his second ever career win. Also, uh, I'd like to point out Mikey Rush has two. He is not racing with us, but he's still technically an active rider. What I want to talk about Jared Meese is he didn't win his first one, his first short track, that is, until 2017. So he got his first win a long time ago, and it took him even longer to get his first short track. But since then, he's reeled off three wins at Woodstock, two wins at Weed Sport, and, of course, he won Sonoya earlier this year. Sammy Halbert's last short track win was at Weed Sport. He'll be riding the Dodge Brothers XR750 this weekend. Um, Brandon Robinson picked up the double wins last year at the Daytona Short Track. He's also won the da the old Daytona Short Track back in 2013. Uh, he won Woodstock in 2019. Breyer. I had to check with him because I was having trouble finding stats, but Breyer's won four short tracks, Weed Sport in 2022 and 2019. Las Vegas Short Track, the Indoor in 2015, and the Daytona Short Track in 2014. Uh, JD won the two short tracks last year, Laconia and Cedar Lake. Uh, we talked about Dallas picking up the two wins earlier this year at Daytona, and we know Bronson got his victory at Laconia. So those that's some of the short track history. Talking about favorites for this weekend, I believe that's got to be Dallas Daniels. Has to be on the top of my favorite list to win this weekend. He was two for two at Daytona. We're not sure exactly what the track is going to do, uh, but depending on what the track does, depending on what Dallas does, he could pull off another short track victory and have three short tracks here just in this season alone. JD won the two short tracks last year, so he's got to have some momentum coming in. And then, of course, you can't count out Jared Meese. So I think those are my three favorites coming in. Put them in that order, Dallas, JD, and Jared. It'd be cool, I think, to see Brandon Robinson get up there and get another short track win or Breyer to get the first win on a KTM. Um, that'd be pretty neat. Uh, but you know what? We go there to race. We go there to see what's going to happen. And I think someone's going to go there and 
not make any friends. I think, you know, when you win a short track, you think of being aggressive, but not only aggressive, you got to get good starts. You got to be consistent, but you know, on a fifth mile, you've got to get a good start. Another thing I thought of before I started recording this was lap traffic will be a factor. It'll be a timed race. So there'll be lapped riders early on in this one. So I think, I think you got to get through the lap traffic and maybe use the lap riders as a pick, maybe, you know, come up on them at a certain time, pass them at a, at a good spot where you're the riders behind you can't pass them. So we'll have to see how that how that plays out. But uh, that's some of the short track history and going into this race. Let's also talk about Dallas Daniels. He's currently 17 points ahead of Jared Meese. His worst finish of the season is second. He has been on fire this year. Two firsts, three seconds so far with a 17-point advantage over Meese. And I did some research because the last champion from the state of Illinois was way back in 1964. Any guesses? How about Roger Riemann from Kewanee, Illinois? And if Dallas wins, he'll be the third champion from Illinois. I just mentioned Roger Riemann. Also, another rider from Illinois that won the championship was Bill Tooman of Rockford. So that's some history that could be changed here this year in 2023. The Mission Super Twins will be competing down here at Ventura with 22 entries. We have six Yamahas, five Indians, four KTMs, two Royal Enfields, two Harley-Davidson XG750s, two Kawasaki's, and one Harley-Davidson XR750. Of course, that is Sammy Halbert. The Parts Limited AFT Singles has 35 entries, two Australians, one Canadian, the rest are Americans. And the, one of the notes that are one of the things that I spotted in the singles class is there are 13 three-digit numbered riders. So a lot of new riders. I think that typically used to happen when we'd go out to the West Coast, especially when we went up to Castle Rock, when when the schedule was so full and we only got out to the Pacific Northwest once. Well, you'd see people that normally only raced up there, and they would come out. They would have a letter back then. Now we have three-digit riders, but a few of them are giving it a go. There's also a good group of rookies, you know, battling for the rookie of the year this year. So 13 three-digit riders. That's a pretty impressive numbers. A lot of new blood coming into our sport. As far as the singles class goes, man, it is going to be hard to pick a winner. Um, you got to look at the KTM team going to try to rebound uh, from what happened to the Honda team with the podium sweep at Dallas. So I think you got to you got to put Cody Cop up there. Dalton Gauthier is going to be there. Max Whale is going to be there. Trevor Bruner is one heck of a short a short track rider. Chase Sadoff still looking for his first win. That's the top five in the points. It's about time for Morgan Mishler to get his first win of the season. He had a season best third at the Devil's Bowl. Uh, but then you got short track riders like James Ott. You've got Chad Coase, Tom Drain, the Australian rider. Anybody can win this singles class. I mentioned earlier the Royal Enfields will be back. This will be their second race in a row. Also, we have the Grand National Hooligan Championship Series. I checked with Jeremy DeRider and to see if it was part of their series. It is part of their series, part of their riders, but most of them are from the West Coast, with the exception of Sean Raggio. He's now considered out of Georgia, so he'll be running a little bit different colored number plate, but uh, most of the riders are from the West Coast. Singles point standings, we haven't talked about that yet. I talked about the Super Twins just a moment ago, but in the singles point standings, Cody Kopp is four points ahead of Dalton Gauthier. Maxwell sitting back there in third, Trevor Bruner's fourth, and Chase Sadoff in fifth with Trent Lowe now up to six with that win, his first win of, of his career. I'm going to bring up something that came out last Friday, and I don't know why it came out on Friday afternoon on the week off. 
Some of the teams were already packed up and headed out west. Some of the teams will have the luxury of going to work on their bikes before. But there was a new rules or a new amendment to the rules that came out uh, last Friday. And I don't, I don't get into the rules very much. But And I also don't like when they make rule changes in the middle of the season. I know they're going for parity. I know they want different brands to win. I think that's what we have right now in our sport. But changing the rule in the middle of the season is kind of iffy in my opinion. So enough on that because, you know, I don't make that call. I just work for American Flat Track. Uh, I try to stay neutral. Uh, The first rule that I saw was the race engines, which are the FTR 750s. The restrictors will be different. On the short track and half mile, they will remain at 34 millimeters, but on the TT and the mile, they are going to be 35 millimeters. It also says that the restrictors are positioned under the velocity stack. So uh, issued restrictors are to be sandwiched between the throttle body and the velocity stack mating surface. So what I'm assuming is that somebody is was manipulating where the restrictor was or the you know, inside the throttle body might have been a little bit different. So they were just kind of clearing that up a little bit. It also says the throttle body inlet where the issued restrictor contacts the throttle body must maintain a continual circular internal dimension of 39.95 millimeters. Uh, The material cannot be added under the restrictor to blend to the ID of the restrictor. So again, I'm not a mechanic. A lot of that's kind of over our heads, but uh, they're just kind of clearing up. That that rule was kind of clearing it up. A couple of things in the news since our last podcast last week. Um, the big news, I guess, is Ben Lau proposed to Melissa, and she said yes. So congratulations to those two, Ben Lau, the Holly Hot Rod. And this came out yesterday, and this one kind of shocked me a little bit, but uh, Tanner Dean announced his retirement. And it shocked me, but yet it doesn't. So... Uh, Tanner's had a rough few years. He's had some pretty nasty injuries, um, and I think he just took a look at the big picture and said it's time to hang up the helmet, at least with American Flat Track. He'll probably still race some local stuff up there in the Pacific Northwest. So I hope everything's okay with Tanner. I just I think he's making a decision to walk away on his terms, and sometimes you can't always do that. Well, that's all I got for this week. Short and sweet and to the point. I just wanted to go over a few things and uh, keep the podcast alive. And I hope we have a great race, actually great two races this weekend, Paris Short Track tonight, Ventura Short Track, a fifth mile going on tomorrow night. So I hope we have great racing this weekend, and I hope everybody has a safe weekend. Enjoy Cinco de Mayo, and don't party too hard. Remember, smash that like button, tell all your friends about the podcast, and we'll see you next week right here on Off the Groove. (laughs) 